Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul. The time is about 3.30 PM, oh, sorry, 4.30 PM, Redeem MPC has been conducting um, conference call from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please raise your hand, show your face and let our team, Shruti, know that you're a newcomer. Anu? Hi, Reddy. Yeah. Hi, Rahul Reddy. This is Yes, Anu. ma'am. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I, have a, I have a quick question on my H4. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have filed H1, H4, and H4 EAD before my expiration date on December uh, 20, December 31, 2021. Uh, but I received H1, H4, H4 EAD receipts before um, uh, December 30th. Uh, so, uh, like, uh, if, uh, but I, I received a receipt of H4 EAD as well. Uh, but uh, uh, am I eligible to work? Uh, that is my biggest question. Because uh, when is your when is your H4 expiring? December 31st, 2021. No, ma'am, you're not eligible to work because your I-94 expired, which is on December 31st of 2021. So you cannot work right now. You have to wait until the EAD comes in. Okay. Uh, And I have one more doubt, like uh, what if I H1 and H4 approved? Should I uh, refile H4 EAD? Normally, when you get the H4 approval, though, your EAD will be approved too. Okay, so I had to wait okay. until my H4 approved. Yeah, your H4 and EAD will be approved at the same time. Okay, uh, okay, got it. And uh, okay. okay, and if I go to India for in case I'm in, in an emergency, like uh, I can get it, like uh, I can start working. If you go to India, you get the stamping, you come back, your I-94 is valid. You can only okay. work until June of 2022. Okay, that is also an option. Okay, got it. Yeah. Next person, Thank please. You. Thank you. Harika? Harika? Yes, yes, Rahul Reddy. Hi, hi Rahul Reddy. Harika here. Yes. So the yes, same ma'am. question I think uh, uh, I need to ask. Like, my H4 is uh, expired in on October 30th, 2021. So mm-hmm. we applied for the extension and uh, I, I received the receipts too. But till now, I did not get any, get any update. <clears throat> so my I-94 is also expired. I paused my job actually. It's been three months, uh, two and a half months. I paused my job. Uh, so if I go to India and get my stamping done, so I ninety four, I'll get. Uh, I, I'll get. The a only better. difference between that lady and you is, I told mm-hmm. that she, her she can work until April. In your case, uh, sorry, until June. In your case, it'll be only April. Oh, in in my case, yeah, one one eighty days rule, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So H- you told me like H4 and H4 EAD both will be uh, approved at the same time. Is it right? If you file together, it will be approved at the same time. 
Okay. Okay. We file it together. So. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Moses. Hi, Rahul. This is Cyril. Uh, I have a quick question regarding. Uh, I was in L1B uh, in US and I left out of US on uh, August 16, 2021. Meantime, I was uh, I applied for H1B. It got approved on July, but uh, the effective date is from October 1st. Now, my first question is like, I'm currently I'm in Canada. I'm working from Canada. Am I eligible for Dropbox because I already had a approved uh, L1B visa before? But that L1B visa got approved in India, is right? Yeah, in India, correct. Yeah, you're you're you are allowed you are allowed to have a Dropbox in India, not in Canada. Not from. Oh, okay, got okay. it. Okay, and one more question, like uh, like I left out of US on August sixteenth, right? If I stay out of US for like three sixty five days, if I get my H one B stamped, am I eligible for six years? Will I get a complete six year? How it is, Rahul? uh it's a little bit complex so how long was it left out for you in the l1b period though did you use the entire five years yeah almost yeah yeah the rule says that that you must one second okay yeah sure the rule says that you okay if you are outside the country for more than one year Will you allowed for six years? But the problem is they applied the H one B within the one year. It's a question of yeah. interpretation how they are going to interpret. It's going to be tough to expect that because there's no clear guidelines. You should not have filed the H one B before, but you filed in March itself because that's when the lottery got selected. So it's yeah, a question correct. of interpretation. How it's a question of interpretation how they will do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Even though I'm in Canada, still I can't. I'm. I will not be eligible for a Dropbox in Canada. No, no, sir. Okay. You're not. Okay. Okay, Rahul. Thank you. Thanks a lot for it. Next Madhu? person, please. Madhu. Uh, hi, Rahul sir. Uh, thanks for allowing us. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, I have. Uh, are you able to hear me, sir? Yeah, I can are hear you. Go ahead. thank you sir uh, i have uh, 485 interviews scheduled on january 26 uh, i have a quick question i was going through one of your video uh, you mentioned about uh, uh, birth certificate so my mine got registered in 2020 uh, just before we apply 485 uh, do you think uh, they going to ask me any, anything in the interview do i need to carry anything like a affidavit or anything i recommend that you carry the affidavits i recommend you carry the alternative documents that i'm going to give it in the chat to you right now okay, okay? but don't show it to them unless they ask for it okay okay is it uh, just a 10th certificate is enough or do i need to get no that? i will send you the two affidavits you need to take it okay. and you need to also take a lot of other documents and i'm going to give a list to you try okay. to collect as much as possible take it with you don't give it to them don't show it to them unless they ask any questions on it okay okay yeah okay. and any particular uh, reason we can mention why it registered late i know one thing uh, my in my village so i didn't born in hospital so uh, you can tell whatever reason that is applicable there they won't care okay. but take these documents what i tell you 
Okay. Next person. Please. One, one, one last question, sir. So my my uh, title got changed. Uh, so I'm carrying a employment verification letter. Uh, so I got promoted. So is it okay I mention exact same duties uh, that I was doing before, or uh, do you want me to mention a little bit variation will not be a problem? Okay, maybe ten percent would be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Madhuri. Hello. Hi. So uh, I am actually on H1B and my max uh, six years is ending in December 2023. Uh, my husband, he's eligible for EB1B category, but he's still building his um, profile and his employer, um, they may file it next year or so. So when is the, so will I have enough time uh, when they file it like later next year? Um, to apply for... Um, Let me ask you this question, though. Why did not your husband apply for EB2? Uh, EB2, not, what EB2 about national you? interest waiver? Well, it could be EB2 perm labor certification also. Why did uh, not you apply? You said you're on H1Bs, right? Yeah, my <laughs> my employer is not sponsoring green cards. What, if I, what, what profession you are in? Uh, I'm IT software developer. I mean, th this is the highest demand any profession can have at any period of time, except in the war times, soldiers are in high demand. Right now, IT is in such high demand in the past six years, I've never seen it. And you're telling your employer is not doing, why would your employer do it if you don't care? So I mean, they, they could do it, but uh, we wanted to go through the EB1B route because That's it's more That's a very quicker. huge mistake you are doing it, okay? You don't even know if you're going to be successful. You're not going to be successful. You don't even know that. And when you're doing all this and, and you're ignoring the fact that you should have applied in EB2, now you can't extend the H1B. I'm in a call. Can you talk to you later? Yeah. Sorry. So you should extend. I What I want you to do right now is try to file the EB2 for your husband. Try to file the EB2 for you. Okay. And if you get an option of EB1, you can convert it at a later date. Okay. 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 Okay then. Thanks. Thank you. Then. Next person, Ram, please. Ram Reddy. Uh, hi, Raul. Good evening. Um, so, yes, I have a question. Sir. So, actually, uh, I am currently at my sixth year of HB and I'm exhausting it. Uh, I just wanted to know what. What if, if I have to stay out of US, will my employer still be able to renew? Uh, because my H1B is due in September this year. Um, if I have to live outside of US. Uh, so you're, you're completing your sixth to... year. How would he renew the H1B? You mean to say after the labor and I-140 is approved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. my I-140 is approved actually. Yeah. Okay, so, so your I-140 is approved. You're, you're leaving yeah. the country. For what reason you're leaving the country? Uh, just family. Uh, reasons yeah, yeah. If you're outside the country, they can still extend the H1B while you're outside the country. Uh, okay, so I mean, will there be any chances of uh, RFE or something like? Um, Just because uh, you're outside the country, if they extend the H1B, that by itself not will be a chances of RFE. They can always doubt if you have a genuine job opportunity open because you're outside the country. But if the job opportunity is open for you, I don't see any problem in you getting the H1B. 
Okay, so in that case, then I just have to attend the visa, or you are absolutely right. Box. Next person, please. Yeah. Thanks. Nareesh. Hello. Hi. Hi, Rahul. I'm Nareesh here. So uh, I have to travel India. I have uh, I filed for my uh, GC downgrade from EB two to EB three in November two November six, twenty twenty. And uh, so you I-140 so file an I-140485 also. I uh, right yes, and nothing is uh, approved. It is still showing pending. Filed on November six, twenty twenty, and uh, I have H one B extension till uh, November twenty twenty three. So I have to travel now. My father is sick. So what are the options I have? I have to go for stamping, or I have to ad- advance payroll. Emergency. Well, what I should do? Um, you you uh, you can have request for an advance parole approval. That's one okay. thing that you can do. But the problem okay. is, if you request for a uh, yeah, the other issue what you can do is that just go and get the stamping of H one B. Right now, the visa appointments are a little bit open in the consulate, and okay. you are eligible for a draw box right now. Okay. So will it? What will be the impact on GC downgrade then? If you if you go to the H one B and you come back. Your I one thirty one, also called as advance parole, may be denied. Everything okay. else, your I one forty will continue, four eight five will continue, your EAD will continue. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Surya. Uh, yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I think this is in continuation of the previous person's question. Uh, even I am in the similar state. i'm currently uh, i came here i was in us in on l1a and i i i got my h1b approved on consular processing because i had uh, 140 approved uh, so now i have appointment on uh, july 22 in vancouver Where? in <laughs> vancouver um, but i wanted to check uh, is there a, because in the recent uh, uh, interview waiver program right am i also, also eligible for a drop box not in, not in canada though you will be eligible in india Okay, even though I'm a resident here, meaning I'm working on a work permit. Oh, you are working on a Canadian yeah. work permit. Yeah. But but you got the. Uh, let me look into that. Okay. Because the the document says either you should be in a in your country of citizenship or you have you are a resident of any country, right? Yeah. You can drop an email to me at rnlawgroup.com info at rnlawgroup.com, mm-hmm. and then I will look into it and will respond to you. Okay. Actually, okay. when I call the consular, the USS people here in Canada, right? They say at some last week they said uh, they're still they're waiting for software to update. Uh, but today, when software is updated right now, but I still need okay. to know if you got the visa approved in India. and you are a resident of canada whether you will be eligible or not i don't know the answer for that you can drop a email at info@rnlawgroup.com put your phone number i'll call you back okay okay sure thank you info@rnrnlawgroup.com okay thank you i said it i put it there to next person please pages hey rahul uh, thanks for taking my question uh, i am working on h1 with a company and uh, i am looking to switch a job uh, and the company uh, is the the new company is filing my h1 now i'm i'm still working with my 
uh, current company to see you know if i am going to continue to stay or actually move so in the event that the new company files a h1 and i decide not to join the company does it impact my current h1 no zero zip nothing absolutely not okay and because if i continue with my current company they are going to uh, file an amendment because i'll be changing the client and location so no issues right they can just file absolutely not a problem sir okay thank you and just like uh, you know if if like uh, two companies file uh, for an upcoming opportunity that i'm looking not but a, i continue is, to is do it, is it the same opportunities or different opportunity different opportunities absolutely not a problem no issues okay thank you for issues next person please cp hello mr reddy uh, thank you for for taking my question so i have uh, two questions actually the first one is that my i485 and uh, i140 both are pending in the downgrade application and i had went to canada uh, for my canadian citizenship exam and returned to us using avr uh, is still my 485 uh, valid or is it abandoned your 485 is definitely valid there it, your advance parole is approved or not it's not approved ead is not approved either. there is a chance that you may, they may deny your uh, advance parole though but it will not have any impact on your i140 485 ead okay and the second question... the, when you look into the when you look into the internet when you read it though it may indicate something otherwise but it's not true in your case okay sure thank you and another because question... you used you came on h1b right uh, yeah on avr H1. automatic visa yeah, revalidation right. but it's on h1b you came in yeah but h1b was not valid the visa was like expired that's fine you okay. came on h1b into the okay. country yeah you're fine okay. the second question is like yeah uh, i went to i mean i'm planning to go to canada for my h1b stamping i have pr over there i my previous visa was stamped in canada can i do have get the dropbox facility the dropbox facility is only eligible for the local people to my understanding it's not applicable to the people who are not local you're you're a third country national you are no. not residing in canada uh, even though i have wow. permanent residency in of canada yeah that's right you're a permanent resident of united states you can if you're a permanent resident of united states you can apply for dropbox not united states but canada i mean yeah no sorry okay sorry yeah you can apply sure. for dropbox Okay. Next Thank person. Anurag. Hi Rahul. Uh, this is Anurag. So uh, I I have downgraded to EB three uh, in last year October and got my AP and EAD approved. And I'm planning to travel to India next week and uh, mm-hmm. want to use AP. So my question is, can I uh, refile back to EB two if I use my AP in future? my pd is october 2014 and your h1b is still valid is right yeah it's valid till november 2022 you can always do one thing you can go to mexico and come back by uh, by using the h1b okay i mean you want it's called to... automatic revalidation even though you don't have a passport visa you can just go to mexico and come back on h1b and then you can file a 485 eb2 if you want to okay so uh, there is a way to do yes that. yes okay Thanks, Rahul. Okay. Next person, please. Fatima. Fatima, before you ask a question, though, I requested uh, Suthi to promote you. 
I want you to give the details to me in the chat and we'll take you next. Okay, thank you, sir. Hey Rahul, a uh, quick question. Um, so actually my wife just got the H4 EAD and I mentioned that uh, we want SSN as well, uh, but uh, we never received the SSN even though EAD, uh, we got EAD like uh, one and a half week ago. So now I'm thinking of taking a, a new appointment with SSN office. I mean, would it create any consequence or anything like that? I mean, if no, it won't, it... but it, it won't create any conflict. It won't receive anything. You go there, you mentioned to them, you requested, but you didn't receive anything. They say, we already received your application. They'll give you something in writing and you take that one. You can use this and start em employing your wife. Oh, okay. So we don't even have to wait for SSN to come. No, no. You can start employing by saying that you applied for SSN. Okay. Because most of the employers are asking for uh, like SSN. I numbers, know, so... I know, but there's an exception for it. Okay. Okay, so, uh, and what if, like, whatever USCIS might have sent the data, right? And then if that SSN also gets issued, like, would she have, like, two SSN or, like, how does When that you work? go to the SSN office, they'll find out that she already applied for it. They will reject her, but they'll give a notice saying that she has already applied for SSN. Okay. You use that to be employed. Oh, I see. I see. That makes sense. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, uh, Fatima, finally, you give the details. Give me one second. Um, the details didn't come to me. Can you forward the details to me? Uh, yeah. uh, Shruti? Shruti, can you yes. give forward the details? For some okay. reason, I didn't get the details. Oh, okay. I sent it to No, the... no, no, just wait, ma'am. Just Shruti will give it. Next okay. person, please. Shekhar. Suthi, you got the details, is right? Yes, yes, Rahul. Hi, Rahul. Shekhar here. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, so, um, mine is a downgrade case, EB2 to EB3. I mm -hmm. filed my uh, 140 and 485. Of course you did. EAD. And 140 mm -hmm. is approved and uh, waiting for my EAD. Um, so, to, I mean, if I want to change my employer, right, uh, I need to file 485J for that. Uh, and also H1B. H1B also, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I saw your previous video there, you, you mentioned freedom of, uh, uh, about freedom information. of information act, like, uh, you know, there, mm -hmm. uh, the labor uh, copy, we can get it from uh, USCIS, labor approved copy. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. So, so I have exactly the copy. Uh, what is filed by my employer? Uh, mm -hmm. The finalized copy. Uh, will that be helpful, or do I need to still go USCIS and get the? No, that will be helpful for you to move to a different company. You don't need to, but I mm -hmm. always would do it and get it anyway. From USCIS. Yes. Uh, do my employer know about all that? I mean, if you won't know it, you won't know it. Okay. Thank you. Um, Suti, I'm still not getting the message of Fatima though. I, have sent it I got it on my uh, cell phone, but not on the computer. Next person. Sorry, Richard? Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. Uh, I, I am on H4 and my husband has uh, is on H1B and he has recently got an extension for his H1B. 
and my mm -hmm. H four approval has not come yet. Mm -hmm. So I have a question, like uh, we have a plan going to India in another one, one and a half months. Is it possible for me to go to like uh, to travel and use the Dropbox facility and come back? Last stamping, where did you get it? Where? In India? Okay. Did you, right now when you filed the H4, you said, is that an extension or is it a transfer to H4? No, it's an extension. You absolutely, you can go and get the stamping Dropbox and come back now. Even with the approval uh, in hand with me. Even with the approval not in hand with you. That's yes, right. yes, I mean, yeah. Okay. Absolutely, you, absolutely you can. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Dhamma. Uh, can you unmute Fatima? Um, so your H4 is approved on July 28th and your H1B is approved on September 29, 2021. Your H4 EAD is approved on October 26, 2021. You are now on H1B, not on H4, ma'am. EAD um, is not a status. Uh -huh. H1 is a status, H4 is a status. EAD is not a status. Okay. And sir, just one more question. Thank you. Um, uh, it, I'm right now searching for projects and my employer is also searching for projects. If you, so if you can do one thing, if you want to move back to the H4, hmm. you can just go to Mexico and come back, ma'am. Okay. So that will, by default, reset me to H4? That is right, ma'am. And then your EAD will be active. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Next person, please. Rahul. That's the reason I wanted the dates clearly. You gave me the EAD. You gave me the H1. You never gave me the H4 approval date previously. Rahul, go ahead. You have a good first Hi, everybody. So, Rahul, I, I was having H1. I, like, I was having H1 stamping in India from 16 mm -hmm. to 18. Then mm -hmm. up for two, 240 days, I didn't get approval. So I went to India and then I got uh, denial in extension H1. So I came back on L2 with stamping. And after one month, I again went back and went with my wife L1B, L1A for L2 stamping. That time my visa was refused. Like she did not get L1A. So I did not, I was also did not. And after that, she got again L1B and I went for stamping for L2 and I got that. And after that, I moved to H1 right now, I'm H1. So am I eligible for Dropbox? Even though the rule says that the visa refusal might actually may not be allowed for Dropbox though, but when we look into the practicality of people like you going there, they are getting the Dropbox, they are getting the approval though. Yes, there is a chance that you have a little bit higher chance to be called for the interview as compared to the other people though. But yes, even though the, the, the literal leading of it saying that you're not eligible for Dropbox, they are taking you in the Dropbox. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you so much. Santos? Santos, go ahead. Hello. Hey, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. I am um, mm -hmm. on EB3. My priority date is January 2013, and I have my GCAD in hand. Um, so typically- What is the priority date you said? January 2013. Okay, keep going. Yeah, so it's like one year retro days back, right? Uh, so if I'm trying to switch job, my I-485 was filed in the software occupation code, uh, software developer, right? So if I'm looking for a program manager or a scrum master role, is that fine or what I need to do? All those things are software profession. When you say scrum master, I don't know what the meaning of scrum is. I, to my knowledge, it is software, but if it's not software, let me know. 
it's software uh, it's more like a pm uh, and a program manager role software <laughs> program manager means can it can be any program manager it can be a a a, a nautanki company program manager okay is that what you are no, no it's still a software guy okay? yeah so as long as you're in the same profession i don't see a problem so one more question there is only one time that i know in the history of the 485j supplement where the person got denied is because he was a restaurant manager from software it got denied okay okay so what do you ask for the new company when you look for a job for the 485j you try to get your labor certification approval by filing a freedom of information if you don't have it f o i a u s c i s get your a file and you will have that uh, uh, labor certification some of the uh, some of the lawyers will ask i i i will not i i will ask but i will not take that very seriously um all you need to do is that will your new company be willing to sign the 485j supplement and okay. that form is available online correct so but then there they mention a job code right so what job code we should it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what job code you use as long as it's a software profession in okay. like the way program manager what do you mean program manager are you not only for program manager not a program manager I, I, no i i program manager not. so yeah. it still is a software profession so you're good you have no problem and, with it and can you please repeat the last thing about the lca which you referred to what we need to do there labor f o i a u s c i s file uh, get a, a file of your thing okay okay and i'll give you the link where you can get it though so you get the copy of the i140 petition there and then you will have the labor certification the one that you filed with the labor will be in there okay i'll give you the link for that okay yeah yeah and so what is that used for just some of the lawyers would like to look into what was your previous job description previous soc code if i'm contradicting any of the statements made by so if you are a restaurant manager now if i'm trying putting an it manager then it will be denied so right yeah. so i want to look into it i don't want to just sometimes some of the lawyers don't want to just believe it they want to look into the documents correct and one last question so we are a family of four right and my son is like 10 year old we all received our gcad and ap but my son has not received it it's been like almost 5 months now yeah sometimes it's happening there is nothing much you can do about it okay okay, okay. Uh, did you ask emma what happened with your son's ead no it's a standard re- response right i gave three e request nothing happened yeah oh. just keep on trying there's nothing more you can do sure thanks appreciate uh, rahul sounds good Thank- Anita Yeah good, uh, good evening Rahul Garu uh, thank you for this opportunity my sure. son is on age 4 and is turning 21 years in december and my perm will be filed in mid february by my employer what are the options available so for So when is he turning 21 you said sir in december 22 december this year so you are your son your company is filing a form did you have a previous priority date or yes. is it the first priority date yes sir, i do have a previous priority date from my earlier employer employer in eb2 mm-hmm. in november 2013 uh, which is november 2013 so what are the options available for me to continue my son's education here and also to protect him from aging out in december and should we file for his f1 visa now to ensure that he continues his studies here in the us 
can you go back to the old employer by any chance no sir there's no chance that i can go back to my okay. old so what do you mean your company is filing the green card application right now what stage they are in right now so they are at the perm stage now they are going to i know what perm what did they file the prevailing wage or are they filing did they file yes. the perm yes did they sir file the, the perm has been done and now they are the advertisement you didn't answer my question did they file the perm no not sir they have said that the lawyer told me that it is going to be mid february for filing perm okay let's do two things here though first is let's try to put this guy out of the water first okay definitely yes. apply the apply the f1 visa right now okay sir then pray for that the labor certification is going to be approved before he turns 21 right and hopefully so at that point of time the final action date is current for, even if the final action date is not current though even if the filing date is current file the 485 for you and for your son okay sir and do not file i140 in premium processing okay do the not the reason is that let's say for example if you file the i140 okay mm -hmm. and if only filing dates are current yes sir and you do not want the i140 to be approved because the amount of time the i140 is pending will be deducted from your son's age okay and sir. your son's age will be locked in when i140 is approved when the final action date is current when he is under 21 and when when you file the 485 okay sir and do you know how to count the age of your son in the <laughs> in the cspa No, sir. I'll I'll look into that, or if you can uh, throw will, some light on that, sir. Yeah, it's the age of your son minus the time period your new I one forty is going to be pending. Okay, sir. Okay, I'm going to give you a, a video that I want you to watch. Right, sir. Okay. So one thing, and now the next question that pops up is that if your student, if your son's student visa is approved, and if the priority date becomes current. can you still file the 485 for your son the answer is yes you can okay that that will be really nice sir if he is able to move to f1 and get yeah, uh, file and yeah. i it is not the f1 that will kick him out it is the the age that will kick him out kick him out exactly sir okay sure, next sir. person please thank you very much sir i watched the video that i sent to you i i surely do that sir thank you vamshi Vamshi. Yes. Uh, uh, I'll take the uh, I'll take the next caller after this Vamshi, and I will go to some of the questions, guys. Yeah. Um, Vamshi. Uh, hi. Uh, thanks uh, for giving this opportunity. Um. Uh, I I have my uh, prior to labor date in February twenty two. So last year I did my downgrade and I got my I one forty approved. My wife got her EAD approved. Uh, but good. now. Uh, uh, I meant to get my EAD, but now since dates are back, uh, I am current in EB two, and uh, in EB three, uh, it is still uh, I am not current. So what should I do? Means it's a very hard decision whether or not you should refile the application or interfile the application. Your I one forty is approved, is right? In EB three, downgrade, yes. Yeah. Um, 
it's very hard decision to see if you want to do refile or interfile though we made a 10 minute uh, 11 minute video i want you to watch it though exclusively what do i do should i refile it what are the advantages of refiling what are the advantages of interfiling i want you to watch this video oh 10 minute okay. video okay so, and then yeah. and then if afterwards you still can't make the decision i want you to give the coin to your wife let her toss it and she makes the decision if she turns out to be correct and i should get the credit because i suggested your wife's name and if she turns out to be wrong we both will blame her next person please okay. uh, and on final question uh, uh, on this um, Uh, my uh, i my h1b current h1b will expire in september 2022 so i have like 7 8 months so mm-hmm. having this time frame should does that affect my decision all this or just i should leave it no away? it does not it does not you you should still be you should still make a decision whether you want to do only for refiling you need to maintain the non immigrant status though if you want to interfile and you don't need to maintain the non immigrant status okay 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 yeah thank you after the next question i'm going to go to the people who are posting the questions in the chat group guys last person today lucky uh hi sir uh, thanks for taking my call this evening um sure i'll if i uh, i already have an uh, i485 ad which is expiring mm-hmm. next month um uh, mm-hmm. i already filed the extension for it but i know i'll not be getting it any time soon uh, because of all these delays so a uh, question is so well, well, you said you filed the ead extension you said is right yeah the i485 ead extension in the uh, um, ap uh, extension when did when is your ead expiring it's expiring next month you know that you can work for 180 days after that is right <laughs> okay <laughs> sounds go ahead Uh, so if i uh, transfer my employer right uh, as an example if i transfer my employer and i don't want to work on ead and i want to continue on my h1b what happens to the ead you have the h1b which is still valid is right correct it is still valid oh h1 will ead will still be approved okay but uh, would the new employer need to file all the gc process all over again or No. no 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 okay it's called 485j supplement okay got it that means the new company will take over the responsibility though they don't have to file an labor they don't have to file an i140 they don't have to file an adjustment of status they don't have to file an ead they don't have to file an advance parole but they need to file i mean i recommend strongly strongly mm-hmm. i recommend to file 485j supplement it's the filing mm-hmm. fees is zero got it so it doesn't really matter if i work on ead or uh, it doesn't uh, matter whether you work on h1b or ead it's better to file a 485j supplement got it sir got it thank you sir appreciate your time i'm going to go with the questions that are getting faced here uh on h4 ead can i work for two different employee employers absolutely absolutely you can no problem with it you are an h4 ead you can do whatever you want to uh, richa desai uh, as his question if i'm going for h1 h4 stamping what will happen to the h4 ead you told me that you have filed for the for the h4 extension though since you filed for the h4 extension you will have no problem whatsoever at all in getting that ead extension that is already filed
I think so. Vamsi already answered the question. Gaurav has a good suggestion. When you go to FYA USCIS, please you know log in using USCIS login. If you're not, create one um, USCIS login, guys. That's going to be much easier. Um, 903-824 for last question. Well, we are an authority. We did the, um, uh, we did the court litigation though. So if you want, there is a guy by name, Stephen Brown. He's, in, he's the one who did the class action shoot against USCIS. You can contact him. Also, I want you to watch the um, video that we made on the 180 days there is a hacking around on the on the uh, I-94 extension. If you already have the valid I-94 there, you can go to Mexico and extend. I want you to watch the video. Are physicians eligible for emergency visa appointments either in Mexico or Canada? It's, it's up to, uh, you have to first make an appointment in Mexico and Canada, and then you have to request for them to expedite though. But typically, Sam, here is a problem there is that if you are a physician, they don't want you to leave the country. The purpose of you getting the visa is to leave the country though. So that's the reason why you're exempt, asking for exemption. You're here in this country and you're going outside the country. There is no emergency for physicians there. We want physicians to stay in this country right now. Um, NG, if you have filed, a, if you got the medicals done though, you can do the interfiling thing. That's what I would strongly recommend doing interfiling. And you can do it by yourself though. If and don't wait. And here is the link that I provide you where you can do the interfiling for yourself. I'm trying to look for the small questions. I know the answer to your question is Stephen Brown. From our office. Thank you guys. The next conference will be tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.